Blog Talk Radio. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to Golf Talk Live. I'm your host, Ted Odorico, and welcome to the show, the first show of uh, 2016. I hope everybody had a great uh, holiday and uh, glad that you're able to uh, join me back here on the first show uh, of the uh, new year. And uh, I want to thank you for joining me live. And uh, let me just, before I uh, read some of the uh, uh, opening uh, statements and whatnot for the show tonight, let me just apologize uh, for my voice sounding a little bit uh, off tonight. Uh, kind of suffering from, a, a, I guess, a cross-pollination, if you will, of a, a little of Barry White and uh, a little bit of uh, Peter Brady uh, from the Brady Bunch, if those of you that might remember his uh, that episode when he was going through puberty and his voice kept cracking and going high and low. So I might do a little bit of that tonight. So uh, even though I'm well past those years, I'm um, not sure what's going to happen tonight. So I apologize uh, for being a little bit uh, hoarse, but... Uh, I'm not sure if it's a little uh, combination of uh, laryngitis or, or something happening here, but uh, it's been the last couple of days. So I apologize, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, if my uh, my voice is a little bit hoarse tonight. Um, as I said, welcome to uh, 2016. Uh, again, I hope everybody had a great uh, holiday. I'm, I'm certainly excited to be back um, on the air again. Of course, I was on earlier this week on Tuesday uh, morning on the Women of Golf show. Of course, you know, that any of you that tune into this program uh, also know that on Tuesday mornings, uh, I co-host with uh, my good friend, uh, LPJ professional Cindy Miller. Uh, we co-host a, a morning program for an hour, uh, 9 to 10 Eastern Standard Time, uh, called the Women of Golf Show, where we have an opportunity to talk to some great uh, legends of the game, of course. Um, everybody from Kathy Whitworth to Rosie Jones, Carol Mann, uh, and many, many others that we've had, uh, plus some up-and-comers uh, uh, on the uh, Symmetra Tour. We had a great opportunity to interview a number of them last year and hoping to do some more again this year. But um, that was actually our first official show, if you will, uh, but this is my first Golf Talk Live uh, broadcast of the new year. Uh, let me also remind everybody, for those of you that may be just tuning in for the first time, uh, the show uh, normally airs from 6 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, here on Thursday evenings at Golf Talk Live. Um, tonight's going to be a little bit shorter. I just have the one guest uh, on for the first hour, and then uh, I have a few uh, comments and, and things I'm going to wrap up the show. So it'll be a little bit over an hour. It won't be the full two hours tonight. Uh, it probably won't be for a couple of weeks yet. Um, and I'll, I'll do some announcements here in just a moment. But let me, as I said, just remind everybody that normally the show is 6 to 8 Central Standard Time or 7 to 9 for those of you uh, on Eastern Standard Time. And the uh, best way to find us, of course, is go to blogtalkradio.com. And up in the search key, you can type uh, Golf Talk Live, 
and that will take you to the main page. And of course, the live broadcast uh, is always uh, at the top of the page. And for some reason, if you're not able to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, join us uh, during the live broadcast, that's not a problem. Uh, all of the programs are, as I've always mentioned in the past, are auto-recorded. Uh, so if you're not able to tune in during the live uh, segments, uh, you can certainly go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash golf talk live. Uh, again, is that link uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash golf talk live. And uh, you can actually scroll down a little bit on the page to the on demand section. And that will have all of the uh, previously aired broadcasts. Uh, and you can listen to them, of course, at your leisure. Uh, Anytime during the, the live show, we want to really get some uh, more audience interaction this year in 2016, uh, you can do so by calling in at area code 646-716-4667. Uh, or you can also email any questions or comments to me personally on the show uh, at ted.golftalklive at gmail.com. Uh, always enjoy uh, getting some great feedback and comments there. And also, uh, for those of you in the golf industry, if you're interested in sharing <clears throat> excuse me, some of your thoughts and and uh, input uh, about the show or, or uh, golf in general, uh, you're welcome to reach out to me at ted.golftalklive at gmail.com, and uh, we'll see about uh, setting up and, and getting you uh, uh, on as a guest on the show. Uh, also, you can get updates for the show on social media. Uh, always update on a number of pages, including my own personal page on uh, Facebook. Uh, obviously, go to facebook.com. The main page is Golf Talk Live blog. Make sure you have blog on the end there. And if you haven't done so already, I really appreciate it. Uh, if you uh, like the page while you're visiting there, and you're welcome to post uh, any comments about the show or any questions if you have. Uh, always uh, review the page every day, so I'll certainly uh, see that there. Uh, you can also uh, get me on Twitter as well. Uh, I update the show there at uh, Ted and Buck CEO, and CEO is in capital letters. That's T E D A N D B U C K, and then CEO in capital letters. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, certainly uh, always follow the show through Twitter as well if that's your. Uh, social media platform of of, um, of your choice. And uh, by all means, uh, you're welcome to follow me there. You'll get uh, updates as well uh, on the upcoming shows. And uh, as I said, I've got a lot of great things I'm going to talk about here tonight. And my special guest tonight is um, Carolyn uh, Samaro. She is the co-founder of bskins.com. And she's also uh, an expert on your power in color. Uh, so we're going to talk about a few things. She obviously, uh, her and her partner, uh, have a clothing line, an activewear line, and we'll talk about that in, in some great detail tonight here in the next hour. Uh, but she's also an expert on color and the importance that uh, color really does play uh, in our lives. A lot of people don't understand that. And uh, it also, uh, we're going to tie it all in with golf, and you'll, you'll understand as we go along uh, how color can actually help you, uh, believe it or not, on the golf course. We'll talk about that as well. And I think we might be joined a little bit later uh, by a good friend of mine and uh, Carolyn's, uh, Pat Boomer, who you know, has been on the show as well. In fact, they were on the Women of Golf show uh, late last year uh, together. And Pat uh, is the business boomer. She's a great uh, media expert and does a lot to help grow this game, uh, particularly with uh, uh, business types and that, but uh, women also as well. Does a lot of great work, and she's working on a number of uh, expos and that, golf expos up in the northeastern part. She's from New Jersey, as, as Carolyn is. Uh, and they, of course, have become good friends over the years and are working, uh, collaborating together on a number of different projects. So we'll talk about them uh, as the show progresses. But um, certainly look forward to um, having some great discussion with Carolyn, and I see that she is uh, ready to go. So let me just do a quick uh, intro here, and then I'll bring Carolyn on uh, the show. As I mentioned, uh, Carolyn uh, Samaro is the uh, co-founder of bskins.com, and uh, she's an expert on your power in color. And let me just tell you a little bit more about Carolyn. Uh, she uh, is basically... Uh, it was developed in uh, 2007, 
the business B-Skins. And as I said, it's a women's activewear uh, manufacturer with a showroom located in Boonton, uh, New Jersey. Uh, she's also a member of the Rockaway River Country Club in New Jersey, so obviously uh, an avid golfer. And, uh, and certainly appreciates the needs of busy women who desire uh, some flexible uh, fashions that make them feel uh, both uh, great on and off the golf course. Uh, the company specializes in travel-friendly collections and produces everything uh, here in the U.S., uh, which is great. Uh, most recently, the club collection line of golf, uh, tennis, skirts, and dresses uh, focuses on providing women with beautiful, elegant patterns and garments that require very little maintenance, uh, which I know a lot of the ladies that are going to be tuning in tonight uh, are looking forward to that, and Carolyn will talk uh, a little bit more detail about some of the specifics there. Uh, she's revered as an expert consultant to the resort and pro shop buyers, as well as women's shopping uh, for themselves and families. Uh, her goal is to teach as many women as possible to share uh, what can be a life-altering color communication uh, advice. And uh, B-Skin's colorful library of patterns is the perfect place to test out her client's specific color needs. Uh, she's also a longtime resident of historic Mountain Lakes, uh, New Jersey, uh, where she resides, of course, with her husband and three children. Uh, so let, without further ado, let me bring on uh, Carolyn Samaro. Good evening, Carolyn. How are you? Hi, good evening, Carolyn. Oh, I guess that wasn't Carolyn. My apologies. Let me just try that again. I apologize. I think we might have lost... Uh, Lost the connection there. Um, I'll wait for her to come back on, and uh, once she does, then I'll, I'll bring her back on uh, live again. For some reason, it didn't uh, it didn't connect. Um, <clears throat> lots of great things uh, going to be happening in 2016 here on Golf Talk Live, and I'll talk about those uh, after I have my interview with Carolyn. And as I said, I'm just waiting for her to uh, to reconnect uh, with me here live. And I think that uh, we've got her now. Hang on one second. Good evening, Carolyn. How are you? Hey, Ted. This is Pat. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Pat. All right. Well, Pat, you, you actually made it. I was I calling in your... to be a good listener. Hi. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to keep you on the line. Anyways, we'll talk. Uh, I guess uh, I thought it was Carolyn. I apologize. I, I didn't recognize the number right away. Um, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, uh, my good friend, Pat Boomer. Uh, or sorry, Pat Roke, the business boomer. I'm sorry. I got that uh, mixed <laughs> That's up. That's okay. Everybody calls uh, me think, Pat Boomer. I think we should just, yeah, I think we should just call you that. Um, Pat, of course, was on uh, with Cindy Miller and I and Carolyn Samaro uh, back about a month and a half ago, just before the holidays, on the other program that I uh, uh, produce, uh, the Women of Golf Show, and talked about some of the great things that, that uh, she is doing to help grow this game and, and help really uh, business people out there capitalize uh, with, uh, with their businesses and, and use it, utilizing some great tools that can be found uh, on and off the golf course. So, Pat, uh, thank you very much for, for – and Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year to you too, Ted. Thank you. I'm. It's it's really off to a rare, a roaring start. Yeah, I hear you. I just had some great, uh, great conversation with uh, somebody that's going to be coming on uh, in in uh, the months to come. Actually, he's going to be uh, a, somewhat of a semi regular guest, if you will, throughout the uh, the new year. So, very excited. A lot of great things going to be happening here with the programs as well. Uh, in 2016. I'm going to be talking about a few of them a little bit later on. And I see that Carolyn is finally uh, here, so let me just uh, bring her on, Pat, and then we'll, uh, I'll continue on with some conversation here. Hi, uh, Carolyn. Welcome to Golf Talk Live. Thank you so much. How are you? 
I'm I'm doing very well. I actually I, I've got to confess I, I made a little bit of a mistake here and not realizing. And uh, since both uh, you and your good friend Pat are from New Jersey, I saw the line coming in and thought it was you and answered. And it turns out it's Pat. So Pat's online with us right now. Great. Hi, Pat. Party crasher that I am. I suppose. <laughs> Hi, Carolyn. <Yeah>. Happy <laughs> That's well, I'm going to be quiet though and listen. I'm here to yeah, listen. Gonna, I'll be. Yep. Yeah. Pat, let me just, and you're welcome to, to jump in as we go along, but let me let me start off here a little bit with, with Carolyn. Carolyn, I've already actually done the, the intro for you. That's why I didn't say it when I brought you on live here. I'd already actually, uh, as I said, I thought that was you already online. Um, okay. Let me just... Um, yeah, you let me just, said 710. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I I thought you were calling in a little bit earlier, but um, let me first off, just the two of you, let me apologize a little bit. Um, as you may have noticed already, I've got a little bit of a Barry White voice going on here tonight. It's a little bit deeper than normal. Um, which I guess could be a, a good thing for some of the listeners out there. Um, I, I don't know what it, exactly what it is, so I apologize if it's if it breaking up a little bit here and there. So, uh, again, forgive me, ladies. Um, okay. Carolyn, I, I want to I um, ask you, uh, I guess, first off and foremost, uh, I guess an obvious question. Um, as I mentioned in the intro, um, you're a very big proponent of color, and there's an importance to that. Explain a little bit in more detail what is your background and fascination with color. Why is color so important to our lives? Sure. Um, color is critically important uh, in our everyday lives. Uh, people are affected by color uh, every day, whether they realize it or not. From back uh, from my early days uh, being in retail up in Boston in the 90s, um, I've always been around color. Uh, color has always uh, inspired me, and I've always been very motivated by color. Uh, it can be very soothing and at the same time be very powerful and healing for many people, you know, if it's used correctly. Uh, I've worked with color in both the picture frame and map board industry, the commercial window coverings industry, and now in the uh, golf tennis resort industry. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, after all these years, I continue to be in awe of what color can do for people once they realize its potential. Um, one of my greatest passions uh, is color uh, because color affects us both psychologically, uh, it affects our moods, it affects our behaviors, but most importantly, uh, it affects the way it makes other people feel in our presence. And, and let me ask you, um, because I, I referenced this, as I mentioned earlier in the intro, um, you know, you, you are, are considered to be really an expert in color. Um, how did you come up with or why do you, do you refer to your power in color? How do you, how do you sort of put that sentence together um, in its context? Well, the reason I like that phrase, your power in color, is because once you ignite your power colors, uh, it absolutely uh, brings forth the very best of yourself. And all colors, as you know, vibrate with energy. And right. energy can greatly affect how we feel and how we behave. So I realized early on that one of my passions is showing people how to put their best self forward. And color is one of the most important ways that people can do that once they understand what a valuable tool it is that can help them in their everyday uh, communication. Uh, if you pay attention to how you feel when you wear certain colors, then you'll come to know what your power colors are once you're aware of how to create a palette that really is in sync and in harmony for you. The colors, I mean, I know this sounds silly, but they will actually speak to you. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting, and, and I 
as I as I again talked about before both of you uh, came on, um, I had mentioned about you know we're, as we go through the evening, I want to you know, of course tie this into to golf and how it applies. And a very obvious thing that I think most golfers would recognize, of course, Tiger Woods, uh, who is uh, you know among uh, probably the best golfers in the world, always on Sunday wore a red shirt. Um, yeah. Without without fail. Now, obviously, that was a power color for her, uh, for him. Excuse me. Explain why. I mean, obviously, I know you can't get into Tiger's head and explain for him, but but why no. is that? Why is that important? Um, that that a golfer like that would choose right. uh, to do that. A color like red. That's a great right. question, and it's something that I was going to address a little further down into the okay. presentation. So I'm glad you brought it up, and I can I can absolutely address that. Red is an extremely strong color. Uh, it's an intense color. Uh, it is an assertive color. So one of the things that um, uh, people do uh, when they want to bring forth their assertiveness, when they're going to be in a highly competitive situation, when they're going to be in a situation that could be a little bit contentious, uh, I always recommend to people wear red because people will respect you. It brings forward strong emotion. It's an exciting color, it's intense, and it's powerful. So it doesn't surprise me at all that a guy like Tiger Woods would be drawn to a color like red because I think right. that for him it just brings forward everything that he is trying to, um, trying to be. Right, exactly. And we'll talk, as you said, we'll talk a little bit more um, sure, as we go sure. along here about that. But I just, that sort of came to mind when, when, uh, when you, you know, referenced your power and color. And, and yep. you know, a lot of people obviously know that, that Tiger uh, has done that throughout his career. He's always, on Sundays, has always worn a red shirt. Um, yeah. Let me ask you, uh, I, I did give a, a general, as I said, a general info, uh, uh, intro, excuse me, about the company, uh, B-Skins. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit more in depth about B-Skins. What is it? And uh, what does the B stand for in B-Skins? Sure. Um, well, I am a co-founder of B-Skins along with my business partner, Stacey Sorrentino. We started the company seven years ago with six patterns of leggings and compression shorts for girls. Today, we are really proud to say that we have over 100 patterns and solids wow. for women and girls. Uh, we basically launched the company around a team of girls that were looking for, this is really funny, hot pink compression shorts. And they came to us and they said, look, uh, we're looking for hot pink. And we said, well, you know, that's something that, you know, we can look for. We were in the promotions industry. No one had it. And we decided that we were going to start off with a pattern uh, solid of hot pink. Uh, The whole thing snowballed. The next thing we knew, as I said, we started with six patterns and colors of solid. And, um, the B&B skins stands for body because okay. we believe that everybody looks good in our clothing so that regardless of your size and shape, height or weight, everyone can look beautiful if they know how to dress and in the right colors. Because if a woman exudes confidence and energy, she'll automatically look radiant. And so we felt like putting the B there, uh, we wanted it to be an all-encompassing uh, B, so that everybody is included in our mission. Okay, very good. Um, yeah. Now I know that. Now I know that also. Um, since you were on with myself and, and of course LPJ professional Cindy Miller uh, back uh, yeah. a little over a month and a half ago, now I know that you had actually sent her 
something uh, from your product line. Uh, tell us a little bit about. I know it's very hard because we visually can't see it, but um, I understand okay. that she was she was quite uh, quite excited about receiving that. And uh, how did you sort of uh, did she choose something herself, or did you sort of help her uh, pick something out? Yeah, what happened was uh, we were very excited to get Cindy a sample of our skirts. Our skirts are skirts with built-in shorts, but right. shorts underneath are compression, so they support the leg. Um, they don't ride up. Uh, they're a wonderful wick-away uh, performance material. The outer skirt uh, we have in a wide. Uh, we have about thirty or forty different patterns and tone-on-tones of solid in our skirts. So what we said to Cindy was go ahead on to our website, bskins.com, and choose a pattern that you really like, and uh, we'd like to give you uh, a squirt to try. And so we did exactly that, and I have spoken to her since then, and she loved it. She yeah. loved it so much that she wanted to share it with her daughter. So now her daughter, on the premise of borrowing it, um, still <laughs> has it. So, so now we're actually going to get Cindy a, another one so that her daughter can enjoy one. And she can enjoy one also, but uh, I was very, very happy that she uh, loved it so much. Well, and and you know it, it's it, it's interesting because as I said, Cindy and I, of course, have been working together on uh, our other program. And Cindy's a great. Uh, the one nice thing about Cindy, besides being an extremely hard worker uh, at whatever she does, um, if she really gravitates and likes something, um, as she does your products. Um, Cindy, you, you can't ask for a better uh, PR person out there than Cindy Miller because she just will speak and speak and speak about how great it is. So uh, I'm sure you're going to see a lot of uh, business come your way um, just from Cindy Miller alone. So that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I she's, want you to, she's terrific. Yeah, she's great. She's a great spokesman. She's a great person uh, for the golf industry and just a, a great lady in general. And that's why I uh, yeah. take a lot of pride in working with her. Now, I want to ask you about the secret, if you will, uh, in, in B skins, as far as uh, the actual product, how did you sort of come up with that? Um, and, and I mean, there's obviously other products that are probably very similar, but yours uh, has a certain uniqueness. Right. Tell us a little bit about that. It does. Okay. Um, so, so the thing about our products that we pride ourselves in is that our fabrics are extremely low maintenance. Um, we use a blend of nylon and lycra, and what it does is they don't hug the body, they just form, they, they, they basically flow uh, on your body shape, but they're extremely comfortable. They are um, very low maintenance, as I said. They can be thrown in a cold water wash. Uh, you can hang them up. They don't even need to go in the dryer. You can throw them over a chair if you're traveling. I tell people, roll them up in a ball if you're traveling in a suitcase or in a weekender and, and you don't have to worry about having to deal with ironing walking around right. wrinkled. One of the big concerns that we get from female golfers all the time, and just even women in general, is they hate when they wear something and an hour later they're a wrinkled mess and they've sat down or they're golfing and they're bending and moving around and they have to worry that what they looked great in uh, when they left their uh, home or their hotel room, they now look like they've been out you know, for 10 hours. So right. travel-friendly, low-maintenance, and believe me when I tell you, whether you wear, uh, you know, a size two or a twelve or a fifteen, you know, sixteen or an eight, it doesn't matter. Uh, our products really look good on everyone. We we have a full line of, we have golf skirts, we have tennis, we have dresses for on and off the course. And uh, as I said, our niche is having upscale, 
sophisticated patterns and solids that look good on everyone, that really go with your lifestyle, that you don't have to take time out of your lifestyle to maintain these clothes. That's really how I would define it. Um, But as far as the secret, uh, have you ever asked yourself, you know, why some people look more put together and polished? You know, they're they're actually more confident. They're more comfortable in their own skin. You know, they look less tired. They have more energy. I call it the it factor, regardless of their age. And and truly, to, to really give you a simple answer, the secret is color and its powerful effects. So many people today do not realize that they are not properly putting together a plan and, and forethought when they buy clothing. They'll just walk into a store. They see something hanging on the rack. They say, wow, I like that. That looks great. And they buy it. And yeah. studies have shown that out of a woman's closet, and I, would, I don't know if it's the same for men, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if it is, 20% of what they have, they find themselves wearing over and over again. Yes. 80% of their, of their wardrobe simply hangs um, in, their, in, their, um, in their closet. And, you know, honestly, um, it's a shame that uh, women aren't more aware, and men as well, that if you are aware of your uh, power colors, and, and after this conversation this evening, I hope that your listeners are going to be able to use color to their advantage in all aspects of their lives, but the hidden gem beneath the surface of our skin uh, really holds the key to unlocking this answer. Uh, right. Because once you understand this um, undertone that we all have in our skin, uh, it can really be the determining factor for every decision you make with regard to clothing, to shoes, to ties, whether it's makeup for women, hair color, jewelry. And I believe this applies to both men and women, you know, women have more items on their list of things that they're out there purchasing sometimes than men, but everyone can be um, um, extremely benefited from understanding what their undertones are. And furthermore, you know, how to, how to properly implement, you know, when, when someone's teaching me something and I go to these seminars and I'm learning different things on a variety of different topics, it's much more useful when, when, when you can actually, learn how to apply it in your everyday life. Um, right, exactly. That's when I find that information becomes much more valuable. Do you agree? Let me, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Let me ask you, and, and just for, for, for those out there that maybe aren't sure what, what you're referring to is, uh, as far as the, their skin's undertone, color, explain what you mean by that and why knowing that information, understanding it a little bit better is going to help them make uh, um, some better choices in, in what they purchase. Sure. Sure, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show them how to determine whether they have, it's a cool or a warm mm-hmm. undertone to the skin. Every single one of us has a cool or a warm undertone to their skin. I would say 99% of the population, we can tell what they are, and I can teach you how to do it for yourself. So, so why it's so vital is because it provides a map for weaving the correct color palette. Uh, cool skin undertones, have shades of pink, red, or blue underneath the skin. Warm skin undertones have shades of peach, gold, or yellow under the skin. Now, some people are very easy to tell. You know, you can look at some people 
and you can say, wow, I can see, you know, the yellow in an olive, for instance, I am olive toned. You know, you can right. see that I have golden in my skin. Um, you, you, can, you can look at other things that I'm going to show you how to do it. Uh, but, you know, you can also look at um, someone else, for instance, might have very clear, very transparent white skin, and they get very pink, you know, they get very pink undertones. And right. you can see that they're very, they're very cool toned. But not everyone is so easy to determine what they are. And I have some very simple steps that I can take you through um, sure. that if your listeners, you know, want to jot these steps down, it's very easy to determine whether you're cool or warm. And, uh, and then, I'll, then, we'll, then we'll see what we're going to do with that information. Okay. So, so do you want me, to, want me to take yes. you through it? Yeah, so let's say, for instance, you know, how do I, you know, I want to be able to determine whether I'm a cool or warm. So let's start with the cool. How do I determine whether I'm All a right. cool undertone? All right. So what you're going to do is tomorrow in the natural light, it's got to be in the natural light, go to a window or walk outside on, a, on a, you know, a, a good day, and you want to look at your wrist, and you want to see if the veins in your wrist have more of a bluish cast or if they have more of a green cast. Cool, undertoned people are going to have more veins that appear to be blue. They're going to look bluer. They're not going to have a green cast to them. Cool, undertoned people, number two, check your favorite jewelry. Do you feel better um, in silver or platinum? Because if you're cool-toned, you're going to love wearing white gold, platinum, silver. Uh, You're not going to feel great with gold up against your skin. You might wear a special piece of jewelry that's gold, but in general, especially uh, women, uh, they're going to know one way or another if they are more comfortable in gold or silver jewelry. Most women immediately answer me when I ask that question. Right. Okay. Um, Then I go, number three, (coughs) excuse me, I go Mm. to the neutral test. Consider what neutral shades look best on you. For instance, cool-toned people. And this goes for men, too. Let's, let's talk about this for men as well. So sure. a bright white shirt would look better on a cool-toned man or woman as opposed to cream or off-white. That is a big, important test. If you put bright white next to you, do you feel very comfortable in it or do you feel like it's much too stark, that it's not right. in, in harmony with you? Do you know what I'm saying? You'll know right, right. away. Um, also, with cool-toned people, solid black looks very good on them because black is a very still color which, which um, complements the coolness uh, in the undertone of the skin of someone who is a cool-toned person. The mm. fourth thing on the list, which is also very, very important, I, I never know what order to put these in because they're all so important, is go and look at your eye color. I'm going to use myself as an example. I have brown eyes, so you would say, well, you might be a cool tone. Well, if my eyes, if I were a cool tone, which I'm not, my eyes would be a very, very deep brown, almost a black brown. If you've ever seen someone, Ted, with with very, very dark brown eyes to the point that they look like a black brown, that is generally a cool-toned person. Very, very... um, very oftentimes, the iris color will tell you. Um, if you have blue, gray, or green eyes, 
you usually, and I say usually, will be a cool-toned person. Hazel, um, green. A lot of times you'll see people with blue eyes usually tend to be a little more, uh, have clearer skin. You know, their skin will take on that very clear, clear tone to it. Um, Next thing on the list, cool-toned people, when they go out in the sun, in the summer, their skin will usually turn pink first, and then they burn. Do you ever notice that if you have someone with fair, clear skin? They usually turn pink before they will actually burn in the sun. Um, The other thing I like to do, which is very helpful for people since we can all actually picture celebrities in our minds, I'm going to list for you a few cool undertoned celebrities that I'm thinking that your listeners might very easily identify with. Think of cool tone celebrities like Scarlett Johansson, yep. Anne Hathaway. All right, and as you're thinking of them, you're, you're, you're seeing their complexions, their eyes. Cara uh, Davinia, Miley Cyrus, Megan Fox, Demi Moore, Courtney Cox, Britney Spears, and Brooke Shields. All of hmm. these celebrities are cool toned. And if you think about it, some of them have blue eyes, some of them have green eyes, right. some of them have very, very dark brown eyes, um, but they are all cool-toned celebrities, and it really helps people to then look at them, and, and you can you know, kind of get a, get a feel for, oh, yeah, I see that. That's very similar to my complexion, my eye color with my skin, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, most of these celebrities have stylists that work with them, that they are being dressed properly. Uh, although, you know, you're going to find they all wear black, where when I, when I get to the warm-toned people, I'm going to talk about black. Um, right. But they're, they're usually dressed very, very appropriately because, they, as I said, they have stylists. So uh, let me talk about the warm-toned people. Do you have any questions, Ted, about the cool tones? Yeah, I wanted to ask you because, and, and since you brought up celebrities, because, and I, I'm not talking about yeah. the actual fashion itself, but sometimes you will see uh, celebrities that will have a color pattern that really does not mm-hmm. complement their their skin, and and it kind of makes me wonder, you know, especially since you just mentioned that, you know, many of the the especially the the more successful celebrities tend to have, um, you know, somebody in their corner, if you will, that yep. uh, you know whether that so, so I often wonder why they would choose such a color um, that kind of goes against what you're just talking about now. Well, it could be that they happen to just like that color and they don't have an understanding themselves of cool versus warm. Now, you know, when a stylist comes in to work with, let's, let's, let's say, for instance, um, I'm going to pick one of these women off this list. Let's say Courtney Cox, okay? Sure. Courtney is... Um, um, she's very bubbly and bouncy and, 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 um, she's very thin, you know, she, she's a, a, a petite frame. She may have a particular style or certain colors that she likes, but they may not be the best colors for her from a cool tone perspective. Now right. she may say to her stylist, listen, I love the color. I love gold. I love uh, gold toned jackets and leather and different different pieces where her stylist is, you know, obviously getting paid by her, and she says, okay, great, I'll go out and get this stuff. Well, you know, they may not be thinking about it from the right standpoint of warm versus cool. 
Courtney would look much better in cooler tones. So, you know, mm-hmm. rather than wearing gold toned, she'd be better in silver toned. I'm just giving her as just an example. Right. I just picked her off the list. Um, so it is true that you will find them in things at times that now that you understand this and as you come to really train your eye, and that's what you have to do. You have to train your eye to be able to spot these things when you walk into stores so that when you're surrounded by racks and racks and racks of clothing and you walk into these department stores or boutiques and you've got, you know, you don't want to become overwhelmed, it is a gift to be able to walk in and say, I'm not even going to waste my time looking at this, these, because I know right. that they're not going to be in harmony with my, my energy and my, my uh, undertones, and you go right to what looks best on you. So that's the best answer I can give you, uh, is that someone along the way does not understand undertones to really give them the best advice or to, or to try to say to them, you may love that, but it's not going to be the best look on you. Right, it's not going to complement their their overall. Exactly. Yeah. And listen, so let, some of these women are so beautiful that they can look even good, not great, but good in anything. You know what I'm saying? But but they right. look even better if they were in the right colors. Right. Exactly. All right. So you were going to um, let's start on the warm color, uh, the warm undertone. Sure. Now. Warm warm undertone people. Okay. So warm undertone people, when they look at their wrist in natural light, you're going to see more of a greenish cast to the veins because the golden yellow in our skin, and I say our because I'm a warm undertone, it's not Mm. that your veins are green. It's that the shades in your skin are going to give your veins the look that they're green, uh, even though they're not, but they're going to look that way. Um, Gold uh, gold jewelry feels much better on warm undertoned men and women. Um, Now, the neutral test for us um, and women that have been married and, you know, you go to a wedding dress, um, specialist, and you know they start pulling out white versus ivory. Hopefully, you know you're going to know. Okay, I need to be an ivory versus pure white. Um, warm undertoned women are going to look better in off whites. It doesn't have to be way off white, but it should just right. be a softer eggshell ivory off white types of colors are going to look much much better on warm undertoned people. Um, black is a difficult color for warm undertoned people to wear next to the face. I wouldn't dare, you know, suggest that warm undertoned people never wear black because I know that people think of black as a very slenderizing color. It's a color that's um, sophisticated. Women love to wear it, especially in the evening. Um, But what I will suggest, especially for warm undertoned people, if you're going to wear black next to the face, Break it up with a piece of jewelry or a scarf so that you don't have a large area of black right next to your face. What it does to warm undertoned people, because it's so out of harmony with that undertone, it is going to pull us down. It it is not, and I do this test for people because a lot of them will say, come on, I wear black all the time, and I'll say, all right, let's do a test. So I'll, I'll say, okay, put this black on. I'll drape them in black. And then I'll pull out eggplant or burgundy or olive. I'll pull out another or a a beautiful shade of brown, a warm brown, and I'll put that on them and they'll look in the mirror or I'll have people standing there and they'll say, oh, my gosh, I had no idea how much younger I look wearing eggplant or burgundy 
rather than black. So that is a big thing for warm-toned people. Now, eyes. Warm-toned people. I'm going to talk about brown eyes on warm-toned people. Um, I have a warm brown iris. I, I even have golden flecks in my brown irises um, as opposed to having very deep brown eyes. That right. is a very, very big telltale that, the, that you have warm undertones. Um, hair color for warm undertoned people should be more in the warm category versus cool. Most hairstylists today understand warm versus cool because that's how hair color is designed and formulated. Uh, so if your hairdresser seems to have a good handle on this, terrific. If they look at you with a puzzled look on your face when you tell them, you know, that you think you're warm undertoned or you now know you are uh, and you want to you warm up your hair and they don't seem to be understanding that, then I always tell people, please get a new hairstylist because if your hair isn't right, everything else is thrown off, everything. So uh, lastly, when a, when a warm undertoned person goes in the sun, usually their skin will turn more of a golden brown rather than that pinky burned look. They're gonna, they can still burn, don't get me wrong, we can, but it takes a little bit more for us to burn than the cool undertoned people. Right, okay. All right, now. So do you, um, now let me just ask yep. you, let me ask you real quick before you go on. Do warm um, undertoned people tend to be more, and I don't want to sort of lump them into a box, but um, more like of a, a, a European or Mediterranean background, do you think? Or is that they not can. really? No, 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 no. That that's true. If you think about, um, if you think about uh, olive skin. So now right. you know who has olive skin. You know, uh, you've got certain uh, cultures and nationalities right. that are going to have olive skin that are naturally going to be. However, let me give you one example where that doesn't fall in. Kim Kardashian. You would right. look at her skin tone, uh, and you would say she's probably a warm undertone. She's not. She's actually cool undertoned. If you look at her eyes, yeah. her eye color is a very, very dark brown. I've, I've studied her. I've read about her so much with regard to her coloring. Uh, now, granted, Kim wears everything. She wears black. She does. Right. And, and, you know, she's so beautiful that she can, you know, she can pull it off. But I will tell you, when I've seen her wear warm undertones, and she does, she'll wear burgundy. She'll wear olives. She looks. But, you know, she looks good in almost anything, but she actually is a cool-toned, olive-complected. And I believe that their background is, is it Armenian that her dad, that her dad was? I want to say he might I have think, been Armenian. I think he was, yeah. If I think I'm not was mistaken, Armenian. yeah. He was a, a darker-haired, uh, uh, olive-complected guy. But um, she's one example. So, yes. Um, but, you know, that's not to say that every single person who's from, uh, let's say, the Northern Hemisphere uh, that has light skin is, is 100% right. going to be uh, cool-toned. But I will tell you this. You're going to find the majority of very white, clear-complected people who are going to be more from those Northern Hemisphere uh, European-type countries and so forth, um, you know, Eastern European, Western European uh, they are going to tend to be lighter-eyed, more fair-skinned, and they're going to be cooler-toned. Hmm. 
Now, let me ask you, uh, Carolyn, as well, because uh, I want to sort of tie this in, obviously, um, for, for mm-hmm. the golfers that are tuning in tonight. Um, sure. A lot of people, obviously, you know, as they're getting ready for a new season, we're here in, in 2016, and people are going to be thinking about uh, going out and making some purchases to get ready for a new golf season. Um, yeah. Knowing, the, knowing the, the information that you've just shared with us, Nat, how can, uh, let's say, let's, and again, you can break it up in, in both cool and warm tone, how does a, a, uh, a cool tone uh, colors, how do you choose those colors in clothing for both on and off the golf course? Sure. Okay. That's a great question. All right. So now that you understand how to determine your skin's undertones, um, it's important to have a chart. And, and I believe I have emailed you a chart. I believe that I did that uh, the last time we spoke. Right. That shows cool versus warm undertone people. Certainly anyone can email me. Um, uh, my email is sales at bskins, that's B-S-K-I-N-Z dot um, com, uh, and I'll be more than happy to email anyone a chart that shows you cool versus warm while they're training their eye to see these colors. Um, but you need to choose correct shades that are going to create harmony for your skin, your hair, your eyes. So, um, you know, now that we know that women in, are wearing 20% of the clothes they buy as they're going out toward the spring and buying um, things, more, uh, cool-toned people um, are going to look for black, they're going to look for white, they're going to look for gray, um, they are going to look for a garment that's cool toned. If you're not sure, hold it up to a white garment because you're going to see that it, it just pulls together. Um, right. It should harmonize and look equally as crisp. The colors to keep in mind when you're shopping for color, when you're cool toned, here are the three words, clear, clean, and crisp. So you're going to look for clear shades of blues, greens, pinks, purples, you know, orange, red, all the colors. They're the clear tones. They're not going to be the oranges that look more corally. They're going to be a clear orange. They're going to be brighter, clear colors. They're very, very easy to find. Most stores have an abundance of these cool toned colors. Um, The test that they need, as I said, just hold it up to a pure white garment. Men need to make sure that they wear a shirt that's white, crisp, bold, their tie colors need to have those emerald greens and clear yellows, brighter blues. Um, Their suits can be black, gray, navy, very, very um, deeper tones of those colors. Um, Accessories, obviously, for cool-toned people are going to be silver, um, you know, uh, and I could get into it a little bit more as far as, uh, you know, makeup, but cosmetic companies understand cool tones as well let me bring up an lg uh an lpga player look at michelle Wee. she is she is a beautiful player who her energy just looks amazing in her cool undertones um if you look at her eyes are that very very deep deep dark dark color she she really exudes confidence she's extremely poised and she really knows how to pull her look together and she really does wear a lot of those clear, beautiful, beautiful colors. Um, and that's, that's a great example. Yeah, she um, does. And, and I, I've seen some pictures of her recently, and you're, and you're right. I mean, her ro- yeah. wardrobe over the years, obviously when she was a little bit younger, um, was very what I call golf generic. Um, yes. You know, just your sort of traditional. Now she's really 
obviously as she's uh, becoming uh, a young adult um she's done you know with school and and she's playing full time on the tour um yeah. you know she's she's sort of coming into herself and being much more fashion forward and getting into some more uh interesting uh styles and things like that and 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 we're going to talk a little bit about that uh as well uh as we get further along here in a moment but sure. so let's talk sure. about let's talk about the warm colored uh folks out there that sure. need to to look at that okay absolutely all right, so warm toned. Uh, more and more stores are starting to, to add in more warm toned. Uh, it used to be I would, you know, you'd walk into a store and all you see is black, white, gray, those very basic right. colors. But because people are becoming a little more attuned to this, you're starting to find retailers, um, you know, like Anthropology and um, many, many places, lots of, you know, fabulous, even a lot of the um, makers of uh, athletic wear. Uh, certainly B-skins, we are very Mm. much tuned to the fact that we've got to have warm versus cool. So when you're looking for warm shaded clothing, um, especially as we're coming into the color forecast for for 2016, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, that's the great news for warm-toned people because you're going to see even more of these colors. For instance, yellow-greens like citrus tones and olives, um, chartreuse, is going to be a huge, huge color coming up. That is a wonderful color for warm-toned people. It's a very greeny yellow that is very complementary to people that have warm undertones in their skin. So you want to look for off-whites and ivories, medium to light browns, warm reds. And when I say warm reds, I mean brick reds and orange-based reds. Corals are very beautiful on on, uh, warm-toned individuals. Golden shades, um, you know, warm yellows, not clear yellows. They have to look a little muddy. They have to look a little golden. Uh, warm violets, those, those beautiful lighter shades of purple. Um, you can go deep as eggplant. You can go to burgundies. Um, you know, maroons and burgundies are just suits for women that are warm-toned. Um, you know, anything like that are just wonderful in maroon and burgundy. Um, even, uh, you know, even on the golf course, you know, there are beautiful... Um, clothing that, that you can find, skirts and um, tops now that you can complement that are all of these warm shades. Um, the test there is if you hold it up to pure white, it should look a little bit muddy. It shouldn't be so clear. That's how you'll know you're correct as you're developing okay. your eye. Hmm. Okay? Um, olive greens. Uh, it's not just, and again, I, I go back to black. If you're going to wear black and you're warm-toned, you know, throw a scarf on or put a nice necklace on. At least you're going to break it up, and that, that piece that's right next to your uh, neck is going to at least hopefully be something that's in a warm tone. Now, we talked uh, about um, – sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no I, the only ahead. thing I wanted to say was, um, uh, which I think I skipped over before was, and they may have been waiting for me to say it, some of the celebrities that are um, – warm toned before i know that that we were talking right. about them but uh you know you've got uh celebrities like jessica alba you know if you mm. think about her she's got uh you know beautiful warm undertones um in her skin you know you you it's 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 the type of thing where once you understand this uh these people just literally uh start to jump out at you um michelle pfeiffer selena gomez uh, Eva Menendez, uh, Renee Zellweger, Beyonce, uh, I said Jessica Alba, Jennifer Lopez, 
Hmm. Now, now, re- <laughs> now, I'm I'm kind of surprised that um, I'll let you take a moment because I I know the water went down the wrong way. Um, that's okay, Pat. Well, well, Carolyn's uh, trying to compose herself here. Um, Pat, let me ask you. I know you're still with us here. Now, you've obviously learned a lot um, from Carolyn. Yep through some of the, yep. the uh, information that she gave. How has, it, how has it changed the way you look at uh, colors now? I have to tell you something. Carolyn, <laughs> I, I walked through her office and, and got, had the wonderful chance to, you know, thumb through the, the racks and see what she had there. And she picked out, for example, um, one of her dresses. And it had, I have green eyes and brown hair. But she pulled out a very interesting combination. It was more jewel toned. It was green and purple, and it had some brown. And I was happy that I had some cool brown boots I hadn't thought about in a while. And I have to tell you, it's mind-boggling how many people came up to me when I wore it. I wore it out to a networking event, and people were stopping me and turning me around and going, "Wow, you look really great!" Like the remarks and the comments, they kind of like they thought I looked better than normal, and they weren't sure why. Some of them, many of them did specifically comment on the dress, but I even did pick up a bunch of comments around, you look great, what's different about you, there's a glow, there's something. So the the choices that she made on my behalf were actually able to change that, that energy, that vibration, and people actually verbally commented about it, which I thought was pretty cool. So as she's describing this to you now, I was just sitting there shaking my head going, uh-huh, uh-huh, because... It really literally does happen. And the other thing is wearing the sports. Yeah. Um, I was out shopping in a mall one day. I was like heading out, and then I was going to go play golf in the afternoon, but I had on one of my sports, and people were just stopping. They're like, the color, the fabric just lays on you so nicely. So it was really interesting. Um, people just randomly, strangers stopping me and asking me, where did I get that? That's really cool. And the fact that, I was perfectly well-dressed, you know, appropriately dressed in the mall and then able to turn around and go jump on the golf course later. I think that's one of the things I enjoy is that there's a lot of fun color, but if you put on uh, a solid top, for example, I had on, a, you know, kind of a brighter combination bottom, that I put on a solid top and and like a jacket, and I was able to go from a business lunch meeting and then, you know, lose the jacket put on my, the rest of my golf outfit and be able to switch from the business lunch setting. I wasn't in a super fancy corporate, you know, right. that type of lunch setting. Don't <laughs> right. get me wrong. But I was able to really make the transformation from one to the other very easily. So um, I very much appreciate that flexibility because often you don't have the time. Or you don't want to have to carry two full bags of clothing, wear something, and carry another whole wardrobe. So it gives me the flexibility to do both. Right. And, you know, Pat, to your point, um, it's really confidence. Once you start dressing in a palette that is very uh, complementary to to your overall undertone, you really start to understand how you can turn your closet over and pull everything together, and it really starts to make you feel confident. And I think it ups your game, whether you're on the golf course or off, because, you know, you brought up before Tiger wearing the red you know, he mm. knows that that's a power color for him. He knows it. Right. And he feels more confident, to use him as an example, uh, I'm sure he feels more confident. He knows that he 
just feels, uh, it, it's an energy is really what it is. And I know, for instance, when I wear certain power colors, for me, it's um, olive greens and burgundies. When I wear those colors, there's a feeling I have. And people do stop me and they'll say, you know, did you do something different? You know, you look, yeah. you look, so, you know, you look good. And they don't really know why either, to your point, Pat. But there is, it's, you know, you're harmonized. That's really what you are. You've harmonized. And uh, it, it really is, it, it, it's a great way to, to give you more confidence, especially with a game of golf, where confidence is such a big part of it. And, and that brings me to this next question, um, where the men are concerned, as an example. You talked about that. There's obviously, this is something that applies to men, not just women. So how do they Absolutely. develop their own sort of power colors for both on and off the golf course? Because men are, you know, the, we're, we're a little bit different creatures, if you will. We don't tend yeah. to buy as much um, you know, different yeah. outfits and things like that. But we need to be conscious of what we're wearing. Because, I mean, Lord only knows there's a lot of times you go on the golf course and you can just, you know, somebody will walk up to the first tee and, and as you said, you know, they're just very well put together and there's a confidence about them. And then there's others that come out there with outfits. And a lot of people don't understand that you are, you know, you do feel differently depending on how you look. So how do they sort of right. put the, pull themselves together and for find men. their power colors? Yes. It's very important for men to do that. I mean, if you look at uh, Ricky Fowler and Puma, they've brought orange to the forefront. Uh, orange is such a big color for men. Uh, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Um, men have to experiment within their palette. Uh, let's say you're a... Uh, cool-toned guy and you're out there golfing, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't take a chance and, you know, add a little color into your wardrobe. I think it's called experimentation. Be willing to try something different and see how you feel in it. I can tell you there are men that I know that golf and they say, when I wear royal blue as opposed to navy, I feel different. I feel more energetic. I, I just feel that I have more energy and uh, it, 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 it ups their game. Uh, I yeah. don't think that men should be afraid of color. Uh, I think that, you know, you do see men wearing orange and yellow and greens and even pink. Um, right. You know, even, even pink on men. I mean, you know, if you're the type of person who has a lot of fun with color and you understand its effects on people, uh, you know, look, wearing red, for instance, um, is very powerful as an example because when you're, you're when you're the recipient of looking at the person in red, uh, it is definitely you start to feel a little bit inferior because red is such an assertive color. Um, you know, if you're the type of uh, man that likes to feel that way, you want to bring your power forward. Find those colors for a warm toned uh, man. He might find uh, something in an orange tone, more of an orange toned red or or a uh, an orange itself. And, and wear that color will look fantastic. Or something in a, a burgundy or, or a, um, a cranberry color, which is going to be a little bit warmer, but it's still in the red family. There are, within each color, whether it's red or orange or green or blue, there are cool and warm tones. So even men can get out there and, uh, and wear color. And, and it's funny, you will start to gravitate towards certain colors that you identify with. And that can become your signature color. I think everyone should have signature colors that you know that when you wear them, you know, you, you say to yourself, you know, I have my moxie on today. I'm wearing this color today. And if you right. say it, chances are you live it. Well, and also, Carolyn, let me ask you this, because, you know, with a lot of the um, fashions that are out there, you'll see a lot of mixed 
uh, and not the the color itself, but you might see multiple colors uh, in an outfit. Like for instance, in a yeah. shirt, some golf shirts. Now you don't see them as much anymore. They used to be, um, and I don't want to say uh, striped, not certainly not pinstriped, but you might have multiple colors. Um, do you look for the the predominant or the dominant color? Um, if whether you're warm or cold, uh, cool person, um, right? Is there a, a dominant color that you look for in that pattern? There is. I mean, uh, I try to look for patterns that will have mostly warm, and if there's a little right. bit of something else, that's okay. But yes, I think as okay. long as the predominant colors are cool or warm, it's fine. If you enjoy wearing pattern, I mean, look, Beeskins, we're a company right. that's all about pattern. Uh, exactly. And I love pattern. So you can wear patterns. I just think that you have to, like you said, uh, you look for a garment that's going to have uh, predominantly warm, warm versus cool tones in that pattern. And right. it works. Okay. It's fine. That, yeah, the reason why I, yeah, the reason why I asked that is because a lot of the, the, especially in the golf industry right now, you're seeing a lot of, um, you know, as you mentioned, Ricky Fowler will have, um, you know, orange in, in his uh, repertoire, if you will, but sometimes they'll throw mm-hmm. a, a splash of something else in there. Um, yeah. But obviously it's something that complements. So I was just curious on, on that. Um, mm-hmm. Now let me ask you, um, now that we have a, a little better understanding of, of really how to dress um, based on our, our undertone of color, what, uh, I guess, psychological perceptions about colors can be taken away <laughs> from, from this um, that we can utilize in our daily situations? Sure. Okay. So let's we'll put aside whether it's warm or cool. Let me give you a right. um, an overview, quick overview of the psychological okay. aspect because companies, you know, as we all know, spend millions of dollars researching the psychological effect that color has on us consumers. So the research is so useful to us because it helps us to understand. For instance, I mean, the, the biggest one that always stands out to me is Nexium. We're all trained, right? It's a little purple pill. Um, you know, they know that the color purple has certain characteristics to it. Uh, And I'll I'll start with purple. It's a regal color. It's unique. It makes you feel special. Uh, The wearer of purple wants to be noticed. It sends a message that you're a unique person. You're one of a kind. Um, You know, sometimes people don't like to wear purple in large amounts, but uh, it's a wonderful color that you can mix in to your wardrobe, whether you're warmer, warmer, cool tones. Uh, okay. Red, as we discussed, is a very strong, intense, powerful color. Uh, studies have shown uh, that, uh, you know, people with assertive personalities have to be careful with red because if you put it on and you're already a very assertive person, sometimes it can become overpowering to other people. So if you have right. a very large personality and you're very, you know, big energy, uh, you, you know, uh, I've always joked with people that I don't wear a lot of red uh, for that very reason. I'm a very large energy, even though I'm a small person. Um, and sometimes when I wear red, I do feel like it's overpowering. But if you you want to use it to be assertive and to give that feeling of intense intensity and power, it works wonderfully. Um, okay. Blues, blues are. Go ahead. You have a question. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, okay, uh, blues can be very calming. Uh, they usually promote healing. Uh, that's men's number one color is blue. Men will choose blue over any other color. Why? Like uh, the, the studies show that it's reliable and stable. Uh, if you notice, you'll see the president's ties are either usually red or blue. They want to come across 
either very authoritative and assertive or they want to come across as being very stable and reliable. Um, you know, uh, if you want to exude confidence and you want people to, to be calm in your presence, uh, wear blue. You see a lot of male golfers wearing navy, I notice, a lot of navy. Very reliable. Right. It's very stable. Uh, you know, you look like you're in control of yourself when you're wearing blue. So I would say that that's, that's very helpful for that. Greens okay. are very, um, they're also very refreshing. Uh, it's a very nurturing color. It's a color that uh, is good luck. It's always been known for um, money, fertility. Um, it's very popular uh, if someone's trying to be, if they're trying to get to calming, like in a more natural environment. As a matter of fact, if you go into a TV studio, uh, they always put their guests in a green room while they're right. waiting to go on air. Did you know that? Yes. Uh, because the green room is very tranquil and refreshing, and it puts their guests in a good mindset before they come on. So if you really want to have a connection with nature, uh, that's a good way to do it. Um, orange is a very interesting color, I'll tell you quickly. It's very energetic and creative. Uh, it brings across a hint of playfulness. Uh, I love the color for golfers. I think it's fantastic because it is something that is unpredictable. Um, orange is a color that causes people to act unpredictable. Uh, McDonald's uses a lot of orange in their restaurants for this reason. Uh, it's harder for people to maintain self-control. Uh, so if you want to throw your opponent off a little bit, you wear orange. It's, it's hmm. great for you, but the people who are around you are going to be a little bit thrown off. Um, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a tension getting and it, it creates what's called an unpredictable mood. Pink so it kind of yeah, be, yeah, sort of un, unbalances the, the opponent, in other words. It sort of creates yes. an unbalance for the opponent. Okay. Yes, yes. But it's a very energetic and creative color for the person wearing it. It's a, it's a very cool color, um, meaning fun I, I, when I say cool. Uh, right. Pinks, pinks are very interesting. They're, they're usually thought of as being very <coughs> feminine. Right. I'm sorry. I I had like a <coughs> post nasal drip. Um, <laughs> if you, if, <coughs> now I'm making you cough. Um, <clears throat> it can throw people off also because pink. It's a funny story about pink. The head coach for the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes painted their opposing locker room pink, pink, and everybody said, "Well, why the heck did you do that?" because he said it's going to mess with the minds of our opposing uh, team coming in because it creates a little bit of confusion. Uh, pink uh, is a color that will do that if you're seeing tons of it around you. It's also non-intimidating. Right. So if you don't want to intimidate the people around you, uh, lighter, softer pinks. Obviously, the deep magentas are going to be a little bit stronger and less feminine. Um, yellow can also create a little bit of frustration if you see it in large amounts around you, but in small amounts, it's very cheerful. Um, uh, babies are known to cry more in yellow rooms for some reason. Uh, they think because the color can be, uh, it, it causes them to, to lose their, you know, uh, little tempers a little bit easier. I don't right. mean like newborns, but babies that their, their eyes are open and they're aware of their surroundings. Uh, yellow obviously will brighten up a dreary day. But you don't want to wear it in huge amounts. It's a great color to mix in 
with other colors. Uh, for instance, greens or blues works very, very well, and it can add a little bit of energy and cheerfulness in small amounts. We talked hmm. about purple being very regal and special. White right. is a great color because it's a fresh outlook, new beginnings. Um, it's associated with a clean slate. Yeah, it gets it gets rid of any nagging feelings of um, of, of not being confident. A white uh, shirt or a blouse can feel like a, a new opportunity. Uh, you know, pure white. It's crisp and clean. Um, you know, it, it's just a it's a great color to to use as a um, a base color to put other colors around. Uh, grays and blacks. I do want to just mention. They're the colors with the least movement. They're very still. So if you want to blend in, uh, women love wearing black, obviously, because it's very slimming. For men, obviously, it's it's a color that people like to to wear at night, Uh, you know, whether you're wearing a sweater or or a jacket. A lot of people will turn to black. Um, It's it's a very good color when you want to create a serious mood. Black is taken as a more serious color. As I said, it's the color with the least amount of movement, why it's the worst color to wear near our faces as we age, simply because it will highlight any imperfections. That's really the reason. It's because it's a very uh, still color. Uh, but it mm. certainly is very effective when you want to be serious. Um, you know, when, when there's a very somber mood, everyone usually will turn to black. Uh, and you can wear it. You just have to be aware. Put a necklace on if you're a woman. You know, men can wear it open so that it's, you know, you can, you can put a different color tie on with it or you can wear a shirt open if you're going to have on something black. Uh, brown is very earthy and homey. Uh, you, you tend to feel very um, down-to-earth. You know, it's very non-threatening. It will cause people to pour their hearts out to you. Uh, if you're looking for people to open up and, 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 and speak about things, uh, you, you, if you wear brown, if you're an interviewer, it's a very good color because you put people at ease and make them feel very uh, comfortable. Uh, Mm. So that's just an overview of basic psychology of color. That's always fun to kind of play around a little bit. Um, There's a lot of exciting uh, colors that we're going to see coming up that uh, uh, we can really have a lot of fun with. What are some of the trends, do you think, coming out for this year in 2016? Well, Pantone has just come out uh, recently with their uh, color forecast. There's a lot of very exciting things that I think are going to play really well on the golf course as well. Jewel tones are going to be very big this year. You're going to see Mm. ruby reds and evergreen is going to be a very big color, which is a combination of a green and blue. It's uh, more of a blue-green, which is a great color. You're going to see teals are going to be very, very popular coming up uh, in 16 as we get into the a little further into the year. Uh, Rather than just navy, you're going to see indigo which is a combination of navy and more of a cobalt. So it takes on a more purple tone of a navy. Uh, Mm. Grape purple is going to be a very, very big color. Lots of purple in 2016. Um, You're going to also see some earth tones coming onto the scene. Pantone calls them their desert bloom colors. For instance, olives and um, orangey pinks. They call it persimmon, which is a pinky orange marigolds, which are those warm undertones. So aside from the clear colors, there's a beautiful warm palette that they're also introducing, khakis. Uh, Taupe is going to be very big. I think you're going to see 
I know B-Skins, we are coming out with some beautiful tone-on-tone in topes and khakis that are very neutral that people can build around. You know, women can choose other colors to wear on the top, but we're getting into marigolds and rust colors and uh, beautiful shades of neutrals, um, warm browns, aside from all the beautiful jewel tones. And then, of course, you know, bubblegum pink never goes away. And But right. what they're doing with the pinks this year, and I think this will be really great for men. I think for men, they can really be wearing those beautiful shirts that are melon and corals because they really do look great on men. Hmm. Aqua is also going to be a very big color this year, and aqua is another color that I think plays very well for men, uh, as well as orchid, which is a lighter shade of uh, purple, uh, which, again, men and women both look very good in both of those tones. And right. expect to see a lot of chartreuse, a lot of hmm. chartreuse, which is that greeny-yellow. So the vibrant brights are going to – you'll still see them, but they're warming up a little bit as opposed to only seeing just the clear tones. You're going to have more to choose from, and I think it's going to be a wonderful year for both warm and cool-toned people. I'm very excited. Well, and this brings into the, the next area, and, and as I mentioned in the beginning, um, you know, I wanted to really allow you an opportunity to explain why color is so important um, in, in both psychologically and also physically. Um, but obviously, yeah. as, as we move into the new year, um, people are going to be thinking about, well, you know, I want to get out there and, and maybe add to my, my, um, my line, if you will, of, of golf apparel and, and especially uh, – for both men and women, but uh, particularly women want to get out and, and start buying things for the new year as, as things start to warm up. So um, obviously the pro shops uh, at many golf courses uh, are really a primary place where a lot of golfers find their clothing. So is there any advice you can give for those that want to sort of uh, improve their overall experience? Absolutely. Um, look, when you walk into a pro shop, you're not dealing with a large amount of square footage. So I right. always say, you know, they want to they want to get the most they can out of that amount of square footage. So I always, you know, and, and let's say that we're, we're looking at it from the, the, the pro shop now. You know, they need to put complementary colors near each other. You know, mm-hmm. put, put your blues with your oranges and your greens and pinks together and your purples and yellows. I mean, those are things that are naturally going to harmonize very well together. Um, I always like to see tops and bottoms. A lot of women will not buy an, uh, an item unless they can see an outfit. If, right. if I can see the outfit, I am much more likely to buy two pieces rather than just walking in and buying one. And the one mistake that I see a lot of pro shops make is they don't have their employees dressed in their clothes, especially the right. women. Um, when you can see a model and you can see a woman walking around in something that you carry, you're going to sell that all day long. Because I yeah. walk in and I say, wow, you, that looks beautiful. And she says, well... Fantastic. I have it in your size. Such an important yep. thing uh, to do. Um, I also think that um, um, putting travel packages together for people. I think that, you know, a lot of people, especially golfers, are taking weekend trips. They're traveling. They're playing at other clubs. If right. you can give them an incentive, and I know as a consumer, I, if I walk into my pro shop and they say, look, if you buy two skirts and a top and a dress, we're going to bundle that together because that could actually become a weekend warrior package 
where if right. you throw that in a bag, hopefully it's bee skins. Um, you know, yep. hopefully you throw it in your bag. I'm kidding. You know, and, you know, you, you have low-maintenance clothing that you can jump on the plane or get in your car and go. Um, I think it's nice to incentive, it give people an incentive that you can do these multiple purchase packages. I think that's a great way for people as we approach the startup of, of the golf season, especially up here in the Northeast. Um, right. I know that, you know, you want to add a few pieces. It's great if you can do that in one place where maybe there can be a little bit of a savings. I also think uh, bringing in trunk shows is a great way to keep your merchandise fresh. You don't want to carry a lot in a small amount of square footage. But if you bring in different manufacturers that you carry and you do a trunk show for a week or two and you allow people to come in and buy things that you don't normally carry because you yep. don't have the space, I know that I would appreciate that. And, and it gives me a reason to want to go into the pro shop more often than saying, oh, I've already been in there. I know everything that they have. Um, I also think bringing in people from the manufacturer like myself that can come in and hold little mini, you know, uh, wine and cheese uh, discussions about a variety of topics to do with uh, fashion and golf, whether you're talking yep. about the history of golf and fashion and how it's evolved and, and how it is today, or we're talking warm versus cool you know, there's a there's a wider uh, array of things to talk about. I think it's nice to bring in uh, people from the manufacturer to speak to women that are coming in or you have a little event, and I just think it brings an energy into the pro shop and it gives women and men a reason to want to go in there to see what's new. Yeah, you're so right. And, and things, I, you know? Yeah, I, I agree that you have to um... – be willing to mix it up a little bit and especially in in this economy that you know we've had uh in a lot of cases over the last several years for a lot of businesses especially in the golf industry um you know there, there has certainly been a decline in a lot of areas and i think that you know a lot of the pro shops and a lot of the golf courses out there really need to to sort of change things the way that they've been doing business because the the it's not just because of the economy but also um the way people look at things and the way people make purchases nowadays is different than what they might have done 20 years ago. And I think some of these uh, courses that are kind of doing the same thing they have been for 20 or 30 years need to sort of step up their game, if you will, if they want to attract new uh, new buyers and, and that. They can't just sort of keep doing sticking with the status quo. Um, I agree. And, and having, yeah, and having said that, what are some maybe some great uh, takeaway advice that you can give the golfers out there that want to sort of revamp and, and change um, – you know their their um, uh, wardrobes, if you will, to bring their power to the surface. What do you what do you suggest uh, that they do? Okay, so some of the things I suggest is obviously be open minded to try something new. Step out of yourself. You know, determine your color, your undertone. Once you understand right. that, you know, take a look at your closet. Decide what's working and what's not. Begin by adding a few basic items in. So let's say we'll talk golf. So if I'm a woman, I'm going to go out immediately and I'm going to want to buy a couple of sports, maybe a pair of pants, and a couple of tops. That will get me started. For men, by all means, once you determine whether you're cool versus warm, add a few new colored shirts in. Uh, you know, most of your bottoms are going to be rather neutral anyway, but I would definitely bring in a few fun colors just to kind of ramp up your game. And uh, it, you will feel completely re-energized and ready to start the season. If you, if you know what you're doing, you know, as I said, I'm happy 
to, to email anyone that color chart or, you know, they can get it from yourself as well. But I think starting to train your eye to bring in a few basic items into your wardrobe as we start the season off, I think would be a fantastic thing to do. And as you get more comfortable, believe me, um, it won't take you long. You'll know immediately what is going to feel right, and you'll start to develop this wonderful um, ensemble of, you know, a beautiful palette of things that mix and match together, and you're going to get so much more mileage out of the clothes that you have, and you'll find that you that you really wear um, that you really wear your clothes as opposed to just buying things because they look good on the rack. Yeah, and and that's something unfortunately that a lot of men do um, when they're making this, but more so than women do. Women are, are much more, um, I think, savvy shoppers when it comes to, to that sort of thing. And, and but I, I think you're seeing a big shift, particularly with the younger generation coming up now. A lot of the the young men, as you mentioned, uh, Ricky Fowler and and some of the others on tour, um, are, are starting to be a little bit uh, different with uh, with their choices as well. Now, I want to, speaking of the tours, I want to mention um, you've got some very interesting and very exciting um, information to share that you're, you've actually created some signature pieces um, for several of the Symmetra and LPJ tour players. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. We've been so lucky to work closely uh, with a couple of our distributors who are involved in charity and fundraising work. Um, we started off by choosing... They actually had, they have six LPGA players uh, that we put six of our, our patterns uh, are named for them um, on their own website that they carry a bee skin. Uh, this is uh, Golf for Her. And uh, they are a, um, a very large carrier of uh, bee skins. And um, what they did was they actually named uh, six of our patterns that are exclusive for them uh, named after these women, and to honor um, one of them in particular, um, actually wanted to do some charity and fundraising work, so we've gotten involved with that as well. We picked a skirt um, in the fall for the Morgan Pressel Foundation. It's a beautiful pink pattern right. that was named after Morgan's mom, and uh, Beeskins is contributing a headband in the same pattern for free with every purchase just to okay. get involved and to uh, give back. But we love to work with organizations and uh, individuals, you know, to raise money for different causes. But being able to design custom prints for LPGA players is a wonderful honor for us, and it's something that I hope uh, that we get to do more into the future. Yeah, and the, and the lady, the reason, you know, obviously I know you wanted to, to mention that, uh, that's certainly um, a great feather, if you will, in your cap to be able to be affiliated with some of the uh, the players and, and through the organization, uh, the LPJ organization. Um, but, you know, we've seen over the years, particularly with, with the, the women, as I said, if you go back, you know, 20 or 30 years, and uh, you know, on the, even on the LPJ tour, certainly the, the ladies, uh, you know, for that time were, were certainly great uh uh, some great outfits together, but the fashion has changed so much now, and you're seeing some very uh, innovative and very creative styles out in the LPJ and Symmetra Tour right now. And uh, oh, you are. certainly, yeah, certainly great to, to have your organization, Beeskins, uh, to be a part of that uh, that change. Now, um, Pat, I know you're still with us as well. I want to get you to jump back very quickly for this uh, next part here, um, just to remind everybody. We talked about this on the other show, but I want you to remind them about the upcoming um, uh, Meadowlands Golf Expo which is uh, just around the corner. Uh, remind everybody of the dates and a little bit about that. And then, uh, Carolyn, obviously, 
you're going to be involved in that as well. So share with the listeners uh, what your involvement will be. Absolutely sure. happy to do that. Um, Carolyn is going to be our host with the most. She is actually a premier fashion sponsor and will be the MC for our family golf fashion show. So we will have wonderful clothing. Um, it's not just your old man cigar smoking golf expo, we promise. And we've got some amazing <laughs> fashion in store. And Carolyn will be actually emceeing our fashion show held over the weekend. The dates, again, it's the Metropolitan Golf Expo at the Meadowlands, which is in Secaucus, New Jersey, right outside New York City. The dates are February 19th to the 21st. It's a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. And we've got a wonderful roster of speakers lining up. Um, we just actually got Bill Kasser, who is a renowned, um, highly honored PGA professional. He actually runs the first tee uh, for Plainfield up in New Jersey. So we just came back from the PGA of America Award. So a uh, very highly regarded, award-winning golfer who's doing a lot to grow the game and get families and kids involved, which is just so, so hugely important. Um, we've got um, Brian Crowell from uh, Slice Free Golf. We've got Frank Darby, who's the head coach of the Manhattan Jaspers. He's from uh, Sirius XM Radio. We're going to have programs on Get Golf Healthy, which is nutrition, fitness, corrective golf exercise. We have one of the first um, LPGA Teachers of the Year. She won the Nancy Lopez Award. Uh, excuse me. Um, Uh, oh, my God, I just went blank here. Oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so funny. Debbie O'Connell. <laughs> oh, I, I talked to her every week just over two days ago, so I was like a dear friend, so that's really bad. But anyway, Debbie O'Connell is going to do a talk on um, Get Golf Positive. It's all about mindset. So we've got how to rock your golf tournament with golf split, all kinds of things. So I'm going to do a program about rock your business and your life, teaching people how to put together a 90-day game plan to have an outrageous, wonderful golf season. So I think that will be a lot of fun. We actually have the uh, one-handed lady golfer, Gianna Rojas, who was the March of Dimes poster child as a young child and is now working for the March of Dimes, but she's a wonderful, wonderful role model she is so much fun to play golf with. Right? We did a charity outing together, and she's become very involved in um, the uh, getting disadvantaged or more ability special able golfers out there in the limelight working with PGA Hope with uh, Rich O'Brien in North Carolina. So we've got a lot of really wonderful, wonderful content. Carolyn will be front and center cornerstone to presenting that. Again, that's February 19th to the 21st, and we are offering some special promotion for um, we are having five shows across this year, and if people will reach out to me, I will work with them, and we are doing by four shows, get the fifth free. So I'm trying to really make sure we've got wonderful business-to-business opportunities as well as working with, you know, the seven to 10,000 consumers that will be coming through the door, which is pretty cool, because my goal is to make sure everybody's making their money back before they ever even, you know, the show ever takes place. I think that's a real win-win way to grow the game, both for the businesses involved as well as for the consumers that are coming. So that's, that's one. And then um, 
the other piece of it is with the, you know, we're doing every week we do the Thursday tips at 2, so I've got a um, teleseminar. We're doing training. So Carolyn presented on your um, power and color. Today we featured Gary Robinson, the president of Golf Way, talking about uh, rocking your golf um, program. And next Thursday I will actually be doing a training on rock your public speaking. And, Ted, if you're around and want to join me, I'd love to have you jump on with me at 2 o'clock next Thursday because we're going to be teaching people how to put their best foot forward and how to share their message and their gifts. So as you hear Carolyn talking about your power and color, she's not just here talking about sports and dresses. She's really sharing her expertise and why she fell in love with the industry. And uh, people have so many wonderful gifts inside. We're trying to help bring that out so that if some of the people involved in the golf world want to become better speakers and want to learn how to, whether they want to be better in a one-to-one coaching environment, they want to be better in over a lunch table with, a, you know, five or six folks, or they want to someday aspire to speaking on the stage at the PGA show, we're going to be offering a free uh, a training call workshop next Thursday at 2 o'clock. And that URL to register is thebusinessboomer.com forward slash public speaking. So it's thebusinessboomer.com forward slash public speaking. It's a free one-hour training course, and you're welcome to, if you want to jump on and join me and share some tips, Ted, you are a master public speaker. So I'm always, that door's open. Well, thank you. I'll try to... uh uh, nurse myself back to health, and, and uh, I don't know. I might sh- I might show up with my uh, with my Barry White uh, voice here. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, it might it might uh, serve well. I- I'm going to do my very best to to take you up on your offer. That that uh, certainly sounds like it would be a lot of fun. And um, you know, Carolyn, just as sort of as we wrap things up here, um, mm-hmm. I want you to, to to sort of let's sort of bring it all full circle, if you will. Um, some great, some great information and some great uh, tips, really, you've given here tonight about color and how important it is, and and really how it, it plays a, an integral part of our our everyday life. But I want to talk about uh, as we wrap it up here, as I mentioned, um, the fashion, particularly for the female golfers out there, because that's really a, a, an area of golf that is very fast developing here, um, with the help of, of not only yourself but uh, great uh, gals like uh, Pat and, and many others in the profession. Um, talk about how really it's evolving and how it has evolved over the years um, and how today's trends and fashions uh, are sort of meeting the needs of, of today's women. Oh, I'd be happy to. Look, you know, dating back to before World War II when golf first became popular, it was always considered an elite sport for women. Uh, but, you know, the problem was along with that image uh, came the expectation that uh, golfers who were women would maintain an extremely conservative you know, and very low-profile uh, persona. It sure doesn't right. sound like the golfers of today, does it? No. <laughs> um, you know, th- th- right? The right. documented story that stands out to me uh, has been told about a woman, this is funny, who was actually escorted off the course to the pro shop to purchase a $50 pair of shorts that were longer. Uh, <laughs> they, they came out and they determined by, by measuring that her shorts were not uh, long enough so she returned to her game with her original shorts in her bag, and she was $50 uh, in the hole, so to speak, uh, because she uh, wasn't dressed appropriately. Today, I mean, I know there are many private clubs that still require longer lengths for women, and that's okay. We accommodate for longer lengths. I mean, we happen to be a company because we're a made-in-the-USA company. We can custom make so that if I get an email or an order from someone that says, 
you know, I, I need a squirt, uh, this is my size, but this is the length I need, we're always going to accommodate that person. Uh, but today, uh, a lot of private clubs that still require a collared shirt, uh, longer right. lens, but we're finding that those guidelines are loosening up, you know, in many, many places, emerging companies like ourselves and, and many others uh, that are manufacturing now, especially for women. Uh, we know we view golf as an upscale sport that should right. be treated in a very fashion-forward manner uh, with an exciting level of sophistication. That's how I would describe it. Um, you know, we believe, though, that stretch active wear, I believe, uh, I think is a trend that you're going to see for today's woman because it meets her lifestyle. I think women right. don't want to be confined. I think stretch active wear makes so much more sense. It moves with you. You're bending. You're swinging. You know, uh, it needs to be something that wicks away from the skin. Um, I know that our club collection is centered around all of that. It's travel-friendly and stretch fabrics on skirts and dresses that are very comfortable and that require very little maintenance. But I will say this. Um, women today can be perfectly at home on the golf course, whether they're wearing shorts, long pants, or a skirt. I think the key is anything goes, you need to find what styles feel the best on you, uh, get the right colors, ramp up your confidence, bring out your power, and I think that the options are out there for people. I think it's just a matter of finding companies that are <clears throat> um, uh, addressing women that are willing to do custom work. I think that's also very important for today's women. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I can't agree more. And you know, the thing is, <clears throat> excuse me. Pardon me. Um, my voice is starting to break up a little bit more now, but um, so I apologize to the listeners out there if I'm. I'm actually, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I'm starting to sound a little bit more like Peter Brady from the Brady Bunch um, when he was going through puberty. But anyways, that's another story. Um, but you know, you you raise a very interesting point, uh, Carolyn. You know about a lot of the changes that are going on. Uh, in the golf industry, particularly for women, and it's really a positive. And one of the, the points that you just made uh, about really a lot of the, the clubs and the courses not having to make changes, um, you know, if they want to attract not just more women, but also want to attract some of the, the younger, um, you know, potential uh, golfers out there, they've got to be a little bit more forward-thinking in, in, in what their approach is. And I think this is something that the golf industry is starting to recognize now more and more, um, with the help of, of uh, entrepreneurs such as yourself and, and of course, of, of Pat, bringing that to the forefront. Because what's happened traditionally with golf is they've, they've sort of settled with the status quo for a long time, and it's been somewhat of a turnoff. And what you're seeing now is sort of a surgence, if you will, with a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs uh, and, and forward-thinking people that are coming out and saying, hey, wait a minute, um, we don't want to stick with just the status quo we want to be able to move forward in this industry. And the only way to do that is to bring, um, you know, creative thinking minds into the the field, if you will, and get them uh, actively working on not just designs, but just changing this, this sort of landscape of golf in general uh, in order to be able to, to truly grow this game. And that's the only way you're going to get it done is to start including um, people that really have not been included. And that's uh, obviously primarily women. I couldn't agree with you more. I think to attract New golfers, uh, you want to have an exciting um, environment. I think that it's exciting to put new clothes on and go out there and play a game 
and golf is a wonderful game because you're, right. let's face it, you're on these beautiful golf courses with surrounded by trees. You're outside. I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful, beautiful place to play a sport. And I think to have clothing that is equally as exciting, right. but yet still functional. I mean, we're not speak, you know, we're not talking about getting no. away from function. If we can combine function with uh, fashion, uh, I think that that is a combination that is going to really uh, increase the amount of people that are going to be attracted to come out and, and pick up the game. Exactly. My, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and on that note, ladies, um, we have to bring it to, to a close. Um, I certainly enjoyed it, and I've certainly learned some things um, this evening from you as well, Carolyn, um, about color and, and, and how important role it plays. And, you know, I've always tried to, uh, you know, address what I feel was um, was not only appropriate but was, um, you know, best complementing uh, my appearance and, 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 you know, bringing out the colors that I felt worked best with me. But you certainly opened my eyes a little bit more uh, yet. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your advice uh, to heart and, and uh, you know, as I prepare for this uh, upcoming season, try to be a little bit more forward-thinking myself as well. So thank you very much for sharing that with the audience tonight. And very quickly, I'm going to let you, uh, and then Pat, I'll let you do it as well, um, just share with the audience, how again, how they can get in touch with you if they're interested in learning more about that and obviously about your great company, B-Skins. Oh, thank you. And thank you very much for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure uh, to be a part of this program, and, and I truly enjoy it. Um, if anyone has questions or they would like to color charts or would like to reach out to me, our website is bskins.com. That's B as in boy, S-K-I-N-Z. Dot com. My email is sales at bskins.com, and uh, I welcome uh, any, any uh, listeners who would have questions or would like to reach out to me. More than happy to uh, uh, be of help. And I look Perfect. forward to seeing everyone at the upcoming uh, Golf Expo. We're very, very excited uh, to be a part of these expos, and we're very much looking forward uh, to the one next month. Perfect. Thank you uh, again, Carolyn. And Pat, um do you want to, uh, uh, again, very quickly just remind everybody of the expo coming up and then also how they can reach out to you uh, to get more information from you as well? Absolutely. Happy to do that. Thank you, Ted. Uh, Meadowlands Metropolitan Golf Expo, February 19th to 21st up in northern New Jersey. And there's actually five shows from the New York, New Jersey area on up through Massachusetts. Um, you can reach me, uh, Pat Roquet, at 973-809-809. 4445. That's 973-809-4445. You can reach me via email at pat at com. That's thebusinessboomer.com. Or to sign up for next Thursday's tips at 2, um, free teleseminar or unlock your public speaking, that will be um, www.thebusinessboomer.com forward slash public speaking, and that's a free one-hour talk on tips to rock your public speaking, learn how to be a better presenter, get over stage fright, and get your message out there. So happy to help. Thank you, Ted, for having us. Happy New Year, and um, feel better. I I certainly will. I'm feeling better already. Thank you very much, ladies, for joining me uh, this evening on Golf Talk Live. And, uh, Carolyn, I'm going to reach out to you in here in the next few days, uh, probably after the weekend. Um, something that I wanted to speak to you about as well with respect to your, your organization. So I'll, I'll do that, uh, of course, not on air. But um, anyways, ladies, thank you very much. Terrific. And 
much continued success, and I look forward to uh, having you guys back on again uh, in future dates. And I'll see you in Orlando, Ted. I I will do that. Thank you. All right. Take care, buddy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that was uh, my very special guest tonight, uh, Carolyn Samaro from Beeskins.com, who has a great um, company of of, uh, outerwear and apparel um, really available for um, um, purchase immediately. So I I would suggest you go to Beeskins.com. And very interesting discussion about color. And the reason why I wanted her really on this evening, I I know that there wasn't really a lot of, uh, per se, golf talk um, uh, until towards the end. But the reason why I wanted to do that is, you know, really, there there has to be a lot of changes in this industry. It's not just uh, the equipment industry, and it's not uh, in golf, uh, the equipment side of things, and it's not just what the course can do uh, as far as sprucing up the actual golf course in order to attract new people. Um, in order for this industry to really um, thrive and, and boom again, there's a lot of things that have to come into play. And uh, fashion is certainly one of it. We've seen much on the tours, and more often what happens, and it happens as... as um, Uh, Carolyn mentioned earlier in the celebrity world, once you start seeing fashion and trends happening there, it will eventually trickle down into mainstream. And that's really what has to happen here in golf. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted uh, Carolyn Samaro uh, to to join me this evening and talk about her company uh, and about color in general, um, because it does play an important role. There is a lot of truth, as as I mentioned earlier a number of times, and and as her and I discussed. um, A great example, of course, uh, is uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, wearing red on Sundays. That was obviously a power color, as she suggested for him as well. And there was a reason why he did that. It gave him a lot of confidence, and it will give you a lot of confidence as well, uh, making that uh, a little bit more uh, a better selection when you go out uh, to do your shopping here in the next uh, little bit as you get ready for a great uh, 2016. And uh, it gives you a little bit pause, and, and I hope that you will uh, take her up on her offer and, and reach out to uh, uh, to Carolyn at sales at bskins.com. Reach out to her if you want uh, more information uh, and go to bskins.com uh, if you're interested in looking at some of the products and some of the great uh, uh, outerwear that uh, that she provides as well, or activewear, excuse me, uh, that she provides on her website. So go to bskins.com. And also, again, a special thank you to uh, Pat uh, Roquet uh, for, for joining me this evening. Uh, she is also uh, a great public speaker and uh, a great uh, asset to uh, to business development here in golf and and uh, an avid golfer as well. Um, so thank you, Pat, for for all of your uh, uh, thoughts and input as well um, over the last um, little while. And uh, you can uh, get in touch with her at pat at thebusinessboomer dot com is her email address as well. Um, thank you very much, ladies. As I mentioned earlier in the uh, beginning of the show, I'm going to just take a moment or two more, and then I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, lots of great things going to be happening here in 2016. Uh, for the next, uh, probably next few weeks or so, uh, I'm just going to sort of basically have uh, some light programming here. Uh, I went a little longer than I anticipated uh, tonight, but uh, I'm happy about it anyways. But um, probably going to be a little bit lighter here for the next few weeks uh, as we move into the 2016. But uh, coming up March 3rd, I believe, is the first uh, Thursday in March. Uh, Coach's Corner is going to be returning back. Got some great uh, things going to be happening with that as well. Going to be changing it up a little bit more. Um, also very excited that many, uh, in fact, all of the, and then some new ones uh, of the coaches uh, and teacher professionals that were on uh, previous Coach's Corner uh, uh, sessions uh, have all joined up again for this uh, 2016 season. Uh, we're going to be doing some different things. Going to be having some contests, <clears throat> excuse me, some contests this year. Uh, going to be having some great prizes 
uh, and giveaways uh, throughout the, the broadcast coming up here in the months to come. So uh, make sure that you come back and join us uh, for uh, the Coach's Corner segments. Uh, want to get you guys involved as well in that uh, format. So um, we'll talk about that as uh, I'll talk about that as I said in the next uh, few weeks uh, as we lead up to uh, to a great 2016. I want to take this opportunity to uh, really thank all of the listeners worldwide uh, for tuning into Golf Talk Live uh, each and every week. Uh, I really do try to bring some some interesting guests on the show and uh, have an opportunity to talk about some things that aren't normally. We can't just always talk about swing mechanics and talk about golf courses and things like that. Sometimes we have to think out of the box, and I hope I've, I've done that uh, by start tonight, and, and really um, you know, bring other areas that, that can all work together uh, in the golf industry, and we have to really be able to, as I said, think outside of the box. And for those of you that maybe work at a golf facility, um, you know, Carolyn is, is certainly a great person to get in touch with if you're looking to make some changes within the pro shop and willing to, to boost up those sales. Um, she'd be a great person to, to reach out to and talk to uh, about how to utilize and tap into color um, and, and make things uh, a little bit better and, and help those sales as well. Um, so I want to thank all of the listeners and I want to thank all of the guests uh, over 2015 and, and I'm looking forward to even a better 2016 as the show continues to grow and expand. Uh, lots of great uh, things coming up here in this uh, new year and as I said, they'll unfold as the year progresses. Um, so thank you to uh, all of the listeners worldwide for tuning in, as I said. Special thanks to the sponsors and supporters, uh, Mr. Jonathan Laird from South Coast Golf Guide. Go to southcoastgolfguide.com. And uh, you can find out some great uh, golf courses to play uh, here in the southeastern part of the United States, from Texas right over here to uh, uh, the northwest part of Florida and uh, all states in between. Uh, also, Meredith Kirk from Meredith Kirk Golf. Um, you can go to MeredithKirk.com and learn more information uh, from her as well. She's a great teach professional and a great entrepreneur as well. Uh, Mr. Uh, Nikki and his wife, uh, Tiffany Litherland, thank you for all of your help and support for spreading the word about the program over the last several years. Uh, I really appreciate all of your efforts as well, and I'm looking forward to getting Nikki. Of course, uh, Nikki Litherland is a uh, golf professional as well, uh, originally from Australia, him and his wife, and uh, now reside here in the United States. I'm looking forward to having them uh, join me here uh, on the on the program here in, uh, in the next little while, and I'll keep you posted on that as well. Uh, also, uh, Sean Kelly is the owner of LinkedGolfers.com, which was originally started on LinkedIn, uh, which is a business network. And uh, he uh, has always been a good supporter and, and uh, enjoyed uh, listening to the show. And uh, I want to thank him as well. And you can go to LinkedGolfers.com, which is uh, his website, which is a great platform. He's taken that uh, golf group from LinkedIn and really brought it out uh, into the uh, uh, more global forum, if you will, on linkedgolfers.com, so make sure you check that website as well. Uh, Mr. Peter Doyle from Doyle Golf Solutions uh, over in Ireland, uh, great uh, teach professional, great club maker as well, a club fitter, uh, one of the best in the area. Uh, thank you for all of your continued support. And lastly, I want to—I uh, I did things a little bit differently tonight in my thank yous. Uh, I wanted to uh, thank this gentleman here who um, we, we've sort of come to an understanding here in the next little while. Uh, he's been a big supporter of the program, Mr. Bernie Pinder from Ontic Golf. He's the uh, owner and founder of, of Ontic Golf. And uh, he uh, really has a, a great line of custom uh, putters and uh, custom-designed putters and fitted and we're going to be talking more about that as time goes on. But Bernie is going to play uh, an integral part. He's actually going to be coming on a, more of a sponsorship role here uh, in the months to come uh, for this program. And uh, we'll be talking about and we'll have a few giveaways uh, throughout the year from Ontic Golf, a great, uh, as I said, great custom um, 
design putters, and we'll talk more about that in the months, uh, in the weeks, months to come. Uh, but that's uh, Ontic Golf. Uh, go to OnticGolf.com. In fact, uh, I'm just getting ready to uh, help them launch a brand new website here uh, any day now, so I'll keep you posted with that. And I'm also going to be uh, uh, launching my own uh, new website, uh, TedJOtorico.com. That'll be coming out here. I'm hoping. Uh, sometime uh, just after the PGA show uh, coming up uh, the last week of uh, January. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in each and every week. And again, I apologize uh, for my voice uh, uh, coming in and out here a little bit. Um, I hope it didn't uh, bother you too much. Um, I'll try to be a little bit better for next week. Uh, just uh, struggling a little bit here with uh, with a cold or something, but uh, we'll see what happens. But anyways, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, God bless everybody. And I look forward to seeing you next Thursday right here on Golf Talk Live. Thanks, everybody.